just tell Nate someone to give them a reason to put a clean pair of undies on in the moon. We're doing this thing and we're doing it right. With music and dancing. And if people want to have a few beers to celebrate, well, they bloody well can. This is going to be the best 75th Jubilee that this town has ever seen. <laughs> Cliff Curtis, Teresa Healy. Jubilee. A reason for a small town to put on a clean pair of Andes. Welcome to the Enter Zeta Film, a podcast about films with a New Zealand connection. I'm your co-host, Andy. And I'm your other co-host, Rajiv. This is Season 3, Cliff Notes. This is the Enter Z of Film. With Andy and Rajiv. Welcome back. Welcome to uh, season three, episode uh, uh, eight Jeez. of the podcast uh, Cliff Notes. We're discussing the 2000 movie Jubilee. With me in the studio, we're in a studio space today, is, is our special guest, uh, Jennifer O'Sullivan, a Hello. producer and improviser and general funny person, which is why we've got her on to this particular episode to discuss this funny movie. Welcome, Jen. Thank you. Hello. Yes, I'm a Hi, professional Jen. funny person. Hi, Andy. Hi, Rajiv. Thank you for having me. I'm here to share my knowledge about humour and uh, pleasure and, and joy. Pleasure and joy. That's, well, it's, it's good because this is, I think, Andrew, this is the first comedy we're actually doing on the show. Is, and, and all of your, all of your episodes have been Ooh. about Cliff Curtis? In this season. Right, got you. I'm glad you're so well versed in us. I know, no, no, because there's something about the way <laughs> you said it Long time fan, Long time fan. But I was, because I was like, I'm sure you did different people last two seasons. We did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Just because, <laughs> yeah. And Andy is got a big it. fan of puns, and he came up with the name of the podcast yeah. season as Cliff Notes. Yes, I, yes. So then they were all Cliff Curtis puns. So good. Cliff Curtis. <laughs> did, did the name come first? And then you went, I know, and we'll make it about Cliff Curtis? Or... Uh, I think Andrew, uh, yeah, I think that's you, Andrew, right? That's your deal. Look, it was a really good name, and I think it's a really good idea for a season of a podcast as well, so it all worked out nicely. Let's say re- it happened organically. Organically? Perfectly. I reached out to Cliff Curtis's manager. I've mentioned this several times in the podcast. Yeah. They said, oh, yeah, we'll talk to Cliff's uh, American representation because he's in America filming Fear the Walking Dead. This is months ago. I haven't heard anything back. I'm hoping he's listening. <laughs> so do you just contact them to say, hey, we're making a podcast about Cliff? Would Cliff like to be a guest? Oh, would he like to be a guest? Oh, shit, yes. Oh, my God, imagine. Well, he's going to be surely back in we... New Zealand soon, right? For Avatar. 17 Avatar films, yeah. Shouldn't, surely we know someone who knows somebody who knows him. Or well, I, I sort of know Tim Morrison. Sort of, and um, he's worked with Tim Morrison. Well, I don't know him, but I I worked on a film with him, and he was real nice to me. Yeah. Um, but I imagine if I rang up Tim Morrison's agent, they'd be like, "Who are you? Just yeah, stop you'd be talking like, to us." Please no. Um, but Tim Morrison does live next door to my. I have a good mate Matt, who's the editor, and uh, his his uh, wife's parents live in Rotorua, next right next door to Cliff Curtis. To Cliff Curtis or to I Tim? I mean, to Tim Morrison. Sorry, yeah. Tim Morrison. Tim. But I think, but Cliff's from there too. So I reckon, I reckon they're all just over They'll be there. friends. They'll so be we friends. should just go to Rotorua, Andrew, and just walk around and try and find Cliff. Oh yeah, just... I'll, I'll hop on the next flight from Guernsey, and <laughs> that's no worries, man. I'll see oh, you there in what two minutes. <laughs> all right, we're discussing this 2000 film, yeah, uh, the Jubilee. Film, Jubilee. So um, we, we haven't actually discussed many films in which Cliff Curtis has a starring role. I think we've discussed one so far which was spooked, and this is the second one, which is Jubilee, uh, which is great. And I've got a synopsis um, here. I would say this is actually the first Straight Ahead starring Cliff Curtis. I don't even know about Right, because Spooked, spooked, spooked was very spooked confusing. Yeah. No one knows who the star of Spooked was, it's true. No. Um, <laughs> uh, the synopsis. I, <laughs> Sorry, what was it? I was going to say, I've never heard of either of these movies before. Our like, podcast. Specifically seeking it out to watch and i'm impressed it was on itunes so that was really good yeah 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 it's uh, it's 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 funny i enjoyed it uh okay <clears throat> billy williams is an enthusiastic and likable but quite hopeless uh that was weird uh when the driving force of the 75th waimatua school jubilee is killed billy takes over determined to prove himself in this affectionate small town new zealand comedy now, Andy, that, that synopsis sort of gives away the character, but can you give us your idea of what Cliff's character is uh, from the Cliff role? Role, movie? The Cliff role yeah. is Billy Williams, a.k.a. I guess William Williams with that sort of name. 
Oh my god, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I did not clock that. Billy Willie. Wait, wait. He might he might have a different first name and they just call him Billy like how Sully O'Sullivan his real name is something different, but they call him Sully O'Sullivan as like a nickname. Oh. But but you're right. He, he may have very cruel parents. It's not in yeah. the it's not in this we don't know. No. No. It's, and, it's not in the uh, text. He yes, he's the he's the lead. It's starring Cliff Motherfucking Curtis, I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> Amazing. And, and uh, Teresa no, Healy. Oh yeah. Sorry, I'm carry on. on the, the cliff here. The cliff here, this film. Oh, we're straight into it, straight dicey. into here. Oh man, you gotta start with the hair. Pretty pretty dicey mullet. I mean it's still that luxurious cliff mane. Well, Towards the end of the film, it's a, at the end of the film, it's a it's a gelled mullet. Yeah, it gets, it gets a little bit tidier, but uh, that <laughs> so first good. scene, he's he's rocking something a bit um, a bit messy. <laughs> it's it's interesting because like that hairstyle uh, is like looking at the whole thing. Like it's the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. I remember the year two thousand. I was I was sixteen, hanging out. I don't remember everyone being that uncool. It's, a and rural, now I'm it's like, rural New Zealand. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, we're watching a film in the year 2000 that is also with a whole lot of kind of uncool people because it's... Uh, oh, I'm quite loud, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's with a whole lot of uncool people um, wearing sort of slightly naff fashion. So it seems even older. Like it's, it's like the fact that he has a mullet, I'm like, I don't remember mullets being yeah. that great. <laughs> Like, in, in any ever, time. ever, at any point in the history of the world. Yep, they seem to be coming back right now, and I'm very confused. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, MacGyver had a mullet. He was cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was the eighties, though. Yeah, that's, I that's don't know true. That the mullet true. was the part that made him cool. That's true, but it was. It wouldn't have worked in two thousand. That's, no. That's, yeah. No. Well, I mean, to be fair, it would have been filmed in nineteen ninety nine, New Zealand. And as far as I can tell from Flight of the Concords, we're sort of 10 years behind <laughs> as far as fashion goes. So yeah. I think that kind of works out. <laughs> it's like 1989. Yeah. That's the deal. Um, uh, Andrew, you, I mean, you said you just called him. I mean, what is he? He's the town guy. What is he? I have no idea. I literally have no idea what he does for a job. I think he's a farmer as far as I can tell. It's never made specific. He's, I don't think we ever see him farming. The first scene is fixing up the wallpaper in his bedroom. You get a peek of his bum. We do. You really do. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, this is, this is, well, now that you mentioned the bum, that's good. Okay, so my, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> you got a whole Thank thing on his bum. Thank you for that opening. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing opening for me. I mean, me and my wife watched this together and we were like, you know. Cliff's bum's an amazing opening. Cliff's, true. Cliff's bum's in this. And then later on, Cliff's in his underwear. And then later on, like, there's dudes peeing. So, like, a lot of sort of focus on dudes' crotch and Bat butts and Teresa walks across a field with no pants with no on. pants on yeah and now it is Michael awesome. Hurst's directorial debut and he oh, went on really? to sp- sp- work on Spartacus and uh, uh, I think we should say Michael Hurst aka Aeolus Aeolus Hercules that's correct also featuring the late Kevin Smith that's right yeah, yeah Kevin Smith is also in oh, this um, but I thought that like I feel like the series Spartacus have you ever watched it is like all about Oh, sexuality and yeah. stuff and like and then uh, uh, michael hurst has been on like he was in a couple of like weirdly trashy movies in america what was it what bitch slap and there was something else but it's all sort of sexuality i was just wonder if that's like his thing if that's kind of a, an he's, interest of his he's just basically engineering his career to try and see as many butts as possible <laughs> that's, what I, that's what i'm thinking i'm yeah. thinking it's a butt thing um, That'll be the tagline for this you, episode. We're thinking it's a, it's a butt, butt thing. thing. Were you were you like when when Cliff's butt was shown? Because mm. you're a straight woman, right? Somewhat. Bisexual, but bisexual. But interested in men. So no, yes. no. Was that like were you? Because this, well, this is well, this is a thing. Because I listen to the. I hate doing this, but we're, I'm going to plug another podcast. I listen to the How Did This Get Made podcast, and Jason Manzukas on that show oh, yeah. is always like making point of like. Butts, butts, dudes' butts were a big thing in the eighties and nineties. Like what? movies would show, like dudes' butts is sexually enticing. And June Day and Raphael is like, no, there are no women that are into butts like that. Yeah. Now this movie, it shows Cliff Curtis's butt in a very titillating way, like he's trying to show off to Teresa Healy. Were yeah. you, were you like, ooh? I was ooh, kind butt. of, I was more kind of charmed by their relationship. You know, not, like, not the butt specifically. No, like I no. wasn't like, oh damn. I was like, oh, this is Cliff Curtis's bottom. <laughs> what a couple of what a couple of cuties that are just hanging out, 
in their bedroom while he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to fix the wallpaper. Here's my butt. Um, like, so romantic. But, it, but actually, like, it was quite charming watching them. It was, it was a surprise for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't expect the butt to come in straight away. It was surprising. And then there was just sort of quiet... And it, like, it seemed to be... There was a lot of sexuality in this film because you had both that couple being quite handsy. Hmm. And then you have his 15-year-old daughter hmm. and her boyfriend getting all handsy. Hmm. Like, there was a comment, there's a comment in at some point where he says, apparently I'm good with my hands, you'd know about that. And she's like, you're leaving me. But also, I was like, what? (laughs) Which is like, yeah, I was just like, oh my God. (laughs) And then there's the terrifying, beautiful blonde woman who... Hmm. Basically assaults him. Fully assaults him. Yeah, like this I was is like, sexual assault. I was like, this is sexual assault and terrifying. Mm. Mm. I don't understand why. No, I do understand why it's played for comedy because it's a woman attacking a man and oh lol. When I when I watched it in two thousand, I was like, oh that's funny. Yeah. Watching it in two thousand seventeen, I'm like, that's oh, yeah. a little disturbing. I'm disturbed now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. Full it's on sexual creepy. assault. But yeah, there's a lot of sexuality in it, and you're like, oh, there's there's a lot of sort of, but but it's not sort of. It doesn't seem to be played for, like, uh, it's not sort of to titillate. It's kind of just part of the world. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. relationships and people like each other and they want to touch each other's butts. I would argue that the the opening scene of the film, it's not necessarily titillating, but it's kind of sexuality that's kind of gross in the fact that it has a woman jacking off a bull. Oh, <laughs> Not any woman. It's bloody Marge from Shortland Street. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, what's her name? Catherine McRae. No, uh, Elizabeth McRae. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then she just, explodes. Oh, my God. That was the main, oh, that was the most amazing start to the film. It was. It was a great... I was like, this is a great start. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Because <laughs> that's, that's synopsis I read out. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, when the driving force is killed in a free accident, it's because she is crushed by the bull that she is jacking off. Yeah. The biggest bull in the Which, world. The biggest, it's such an enormous bull. And then it dies because that woman works out what the unfinished business is. <laughs> and it's like, poof. That's right. That's right. She kills the bull. Um, like, and she's like, I feel better now. That's right. We're jumping ahead, but Elizabeth We're Hawthorne. We're jumping ahead. Spoilers. Kills. Spoilers about. Spoilers for this, this 2000 film. Yeah. But that was a, that was a good because when we watched it because I'd completely forgotten. I'd seen this film before, but I was completely forgotten. Me and my wife were like, Oh, that woman just got killed by that bull. Yeah. Crushed to death. And That's the opening. This was, film. It was like a really gory over the head shot. And there was, was blood. And there, well, it was, it was like amazing. a bunch of clothes filled with like blood yeah. sacks that they just squashed under a cow. Yeah. And you go, whoa! You should have used some like mint or something. <laughs> to get some, some weight in there. Small but... town New Zealand comedy. Oh, <laughs> great! Yuck, 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 yuck. Exploding bodies, which is interesting because you think like it's comedy, and so you'd think that maybe the violence would be a little less. It's like you know when you like uh, when you want when you want violence to not actually be really visceral, you take the blood out. So mm. it's sort of just like a punch, and you're like, oh, I'm punched, mm. rather mm. than like, oh god, you've bruised me and there's blood in my mouth. Yeah. And yet they went for like pushing it the other way, where they go like, there was so much blood, <laughs> yeah. and this person literally exploded, and so it went that other way of comedy. Yeah, blood. but we didn't see the explosion. Like it was just a puddle, right? We cut to it. Yeah, you heard like <laughs> she was a puddle, and then you were like. Yeah. And it was it was a it was a wide overhead shot, but yeah. but what and you know, and it wasn't like, I mean it was a lot of blood, but it wasn't like holy shit red 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 like I was like oh the, oh she's oh that's her on oh, this blood and then it cut off she's exploded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad it wasn't a close up. Like it wasn't a close up of meat and stuff on the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, so once she gets exploded by a cow, cow exploded I guess, then Cliff only becomes the driving force to organize the jubilee because the guy who does take over is threatening to take away the booze the booze yeah. that's right uh, that was a great <laughs> sequence <laughs> it's like, a big speech just coming for the booze yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's they right go, what they, they, they strap that dude in the wheelchair into the car and they're all like <laughs> we're going yeah oh. which is great i couldn't work out who he was in relation to anybody I think he was just the town elder. Oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. Which is fine. That's, that's I fine. I forgot the name of the actor, sorry, and I didn't write it down, but I, I noted that he was also in Rapa Nui. It seems like every single Maori actor we discuss in this podcast was in the Kevin Reynolds film, Rapa Nui. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> Which was, was not a good film, but oh, it's, a shame. it's just so many New Zealanders in it. It's just the way it goes. 
Um, but that was a, a visually a great sequence because it took me a little while to figure it out. I was like, what are they talking about? Like, oh, the booze. And then, like, like five different people are, like, marching off to this thing. They strapped this guy on the back of a truck. The and bus turns up and they're all <laughs> nodding at each other determinedly. And you're like, yeah. yes. If there's anything that's going to bring a small town in New Zealand together, it's booze. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the, threat, the threat to have it removed. That's right. Yes. That was beautiful. Uh... Uh, what, uh, one thing I want to mention, uh, you guys both watched it on iTunes? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. so I'm old-fashioned, I watched it on DVD. Oh, yeah. The DVD I had uh, was a terrible transfer one. Like, it wasn't a very good quality, yeah. which is the Blu-ray. I mean, there's, that's the DVD. Uh, this, this is going to be a broader discussion about what gets transferred to Blu-ray and what gets transferred to streaming. Um, and also, it was 4.3. 4 by 3 Right. Yeah. I was watching, I was like, oh, shit, the movie's in 4x3, this is weird. And then when I was reading on IMDb... Is your DVD from, like, 2000, like, when it came out? Yes, there wouldn't be a new DVD. This is not a popular film, Andrew. That would be the only DVD <laughs> produced for this... For this. <laughs> That'd be the one in a... It should be slightly more popular than it is, I think. It, it was quite uh, fun. And, and, and I mean, I don't really know how popular it is. I feel like I just should have heard of it earlier. I, I don't think anyone knows what this film is. I think people will be, like, confused when we start talking about it on the podcast. Right. But I was disappointed when I read that the cinematography is Leon Narby, and I hated the Deadlands and Well Rider. So Deadlands I'm... I'm excellent. Deadlands was excellent, Deadlands but I'm... Fine. I'm Awesome. I'm counting on you guys to tell me that this was a good-looking film because I couldn't tell what I was watching. It just looked bad. Okay, so I am not a, I am not a film expert, <laughs> but it didn't look wrong to me. Like, I didn't watch it going like, the fuck is going on here? I watched it, like, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> I like the I like the idea. What film was like? What is going on? Well, with you this? know, like you watch some films and you just like, oh, this is shit. It's a bit flat. But yeah. it definitely looked like New Zealand. It looked like small town New Zealand. Yeah. And that's yeah. really what it was going for. Yeah, I mean, M- Michael Harris, I think, had some good like um, composition and stuff going on. I thought the, I thought the directing was pretty competent, but I just was like, you know, I never thought I didn't think the pictures were any pretty. And then I was I was like, oh, Leon is like a really good cinematographer, like really ser- seriously good. And I was like. Couldn't tell. Andrew, do you have any comments? Did you think it looked good? Looked pretty? I, I didn't sort of notice it either way, really. Okay. All right. Yeah, Fair enough. It just it <laughs> looked fine. Like Jen said, it didn't look like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there was a couple of things that were interesting to me that I didn't realize on my first run. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Hawthorne and Elizabeth McRae, the woman that gets killed at the beginning, are a lesbian couple, right? Like, are they? Yeah, I think so. M- me and my wife thought what? so, and I was like, oh, yeah. No? You didn't think so, She's, Agnes? She just... Okay, so this is the thing... Wait, the I one who goes, who goes who goes a little bit... Batty. Yeah. Batty she because she saw her get smushed by a cow. Yeah, I just thought they were friends, but my wife thought that they were a couple, there and was I was like, I think where, they are, actually. There's a part where someone said he, she saw her girlfriend get killed. Yeah. And I... The thing with like these what? films, I missed that. Yeah, there's is what someone says. I think it's when the the brothers went clipped. when they're drinking and, and she's she's there going crazy crying. But they but it's when they're putting her to bed, I think. Like they take her. It was home. before that, though, oh, wasn't okay. it? Okay, well, yeah, it's yeah. around that time they talk about the fact that she saw her girlfriend get killed, and I don't know if they mean girlfriend as in female friend who was close, hmm. or if they literally mean girlfriend. Well I, d- well, I didn't pick up on it, but my wife did, like, before that. Like, actually, oh. I think actually before she got killed, I think my wife was like, oh, yeah, they're, they're like, they're a couple. Because they, like, work on the farm together or something, I guess. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would yeah. be great. Yeah, so I was like, that's cool. Like, for a New Zealand from 2000, oh. that's cool. I just watched um, Alien huh. Covenant last night, huh. and I'm pretty sure there was a couple in that that was two men. Huh. And cool. it's but But it was, it was kind of almost so uh, not not sort of, you know, signposted and yelled yeah, 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 about yeah, yeah, yeah. that Which is you good. totally miss it. But I was sort of like, I'm pretty sure they're a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I was like, yay, good. <laughs> yes. More of that. Because <laughs> if they're not a couple, then they had a very intense relationship. Because she yeah. goes and kills that bull. I, <laughs> you know, like she and goes and shoots it with a shotgun. And never but, sleeps. Well, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. she went a little bit batty and, and never sleeps because she saw a woman get exploded by a cow. I, like, if, I thought Andrew, there was enough. <laughs> Andrew, you're, you're my oldest mate in the world, and if you got killed back, I wouldn't give a shit. Like, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I would not be okay with it. But if you were my lover, I think that that would make a, that would make a difference to me. I'd be traumatized by watching it. 
I wouldn't. I'm I'm dead. My, Andrew, please don't I'm dead inside. I'm gonna try my dandest. Walk around though, so this is true. Gosh. Um, yeah. I noticed it, I noticed a motif in this film, which was terrifying chickens. Oh yeah. The chickens were We were like, Roosters what's up with that chicken? Not fucking assholes. Oh my god. I just because I basically because I scribbled notes down on my little phone as I was going and like had like a couple of lines and I just wrote bloody chicken. <laughs> and then a few lines further down I've gotten capitals. Fucking chickens. <laughs> it was just Because that, that that scene where Cliff's like in the it's in the, the hut on his property, right? And yeah, then and, and then, then it just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> chicken attacking him in his sleep yeah yeah yeah, in yeah. tiny tiny bed that's true and then also it's the chicken that makes him lose all the invites yeah and so this is another scene where cliff gets into his underwear so, Michael, <laughs> yeah. so cliff loses his invites very in the swamp. Yeah. No, it's, his I, wife I, fronts. I, th- I thought it was more for comedy than for titillation <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. for sure for um, sure yeah tiny white is not gonna go <laughs> But yeah, that's the chicken's fault. So the chicken is obviously a very important mm-hmm. storytelling okay, element. Okay, so how, why, how? Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go when on. When Cliff's driving back home in his ute and the rooster gets in and tosses all the letters yes. out, how and why was the fucking rooster just in there? I think it's when, called when a storytelling convention. It came from MacGuffin Farm, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just, it's just the it's deal. Just it's just, yeah. It doesn't make any sense, really. Because no. someone uh, would have to put it in there and then close the lid. Yeah, and, then and it at was some his point... daughter's, like, pet rooster. Yeah, yeah. And the scene but also, before, she'd, she'd turned up with her boyfriend on the motorbike. So I was like, did she bring her rooster into town on the back of a motorbike? Like, <laughs> Maybe. Is that what's if going on? If I had a pet rooster, maybe. You'd take it everywhere with you. But it's also not really the rooster's fault. Cliff put a, an open box unsecured on the back of his ute. I know, you're like, bro, there are envelopes in there. This is the worst. And it wasn't closed. Oh, also, it's not there the was only... all the space on his seat. Yeah. It's not the only one. It's not the only... This is the, something that really frustrates me in films and actually what I found really frustrating with this film is yeah. characters being stupid for no reason other than plot contrivance. Mm. Well, I, I don't know who you're talking about specifically, but I get I, I get the feeling that Bill Billy is is positive as an idiot, but this is a problem because I don't really understand why he's an idiot. I, okay, so I didn't <laughs> see him as an idiot. I saw him as um, I saw him as a bit of a no hoper. A bit of you a no hoper, yeah. But what was he? What was he? What was he in high school? I wasn't quite sure what his deal was. Like, you know, in, in the when he fi- they finally do throw the jubilee, and then it's going so smoothly. But then there's a fight, and he ends up like on the ground, covered in mud, and his wife comes up to him and like hugs him. You know, in that moment where he was by himself on the ground, I'm like, oh, he's being posited as a loser. Mm. But I'm not sure why. Like, what is it about him that makes him I a loser? I don't think he was a loser at that point. Okay, so this is, what I think the film was actually about, it's about. It's a story about a man who refuses to ask for help. Right. That's why he's a loser, because he doesn't ask for help. He he tries to... But then he does. Yeah, but that's when he does. That's when he succeeds at pulling off the Jubilee, when he Mm. finally recognises that asking people for help Mm. is a good idea. Mm. Like, getting shit done is not about being 100% self-sufficient. It's about going... Great, I've got to get this thing done. I will be smart about this and mm. ask the people who know how to do things and tell people when I need assistance. So the reason he's a no-hoper and, a, and an idiot and a muppet is because he's all like, no, 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 I can do it myself. So mm. that's why his house doesn't get finished. And that's, that's right. Why he doesn't succeed at coaching. He doesn't do any of this other shit because he doesn't ask anybody for help. So, so you get to the end of this film and he finally clicks that... You know, well, you know, he, he, his brother has that big moment where he yells at him and he says, "It's not about you. It's not about you. It's yeah, not yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and like we're not, we don't need you to pull off this jubilee because we need you to succeed. We need you to do this jubilee because this is for the whole town. It's for the town, yeah, yeah. And so he goes, "Fuck, okay," and starts asking for help and uses the resources. He uses the bikey gang. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, the bikey gang. We're circus people, <laughs> circus folk in Australia." Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know, and that's how he pulls it off. And so at the end, when he gets into the fight. 
The fight's not caused by him. The fight's no. caused by the stupid old white man. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, he gets in there and starts de-escalating it and is doing a pretty good job. Good job, yeah. And then um, the stupid old man ruins it and then there's a fight. And so, uh, you know, the, the whole thing where his wife's like, oh, you're in the mud and you look stupid. It was, it was less... It was, it was less about him being pathetic in that moment and more about him being like, wow, I'm really suffering for doing the right thing. Right. Like, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. right thing. And his wife's like, yeah, okay, no, I do love it. just that he, I felt ba- I felt confused because he seemed like, he was like, oh, shit, I fucked up again. I'm like, I don't think you fucked up at all. No, I mean, he might have been <laughs> thinking that. And so when she comes over and goes, are you, sh- are you sure? <laughs> okay, I wrote the line down because it made me really happy. You give me the shits, Billy, Billy Williams. Williams. <laughs> you always have. And you bloody always will. <laughs> it's like, what romance is so that? Romance. So romance. I, I wrote that line down too, but I think for a yeah. different reason. Oh, why did you write it down? Because it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know whether she means literally the shit. No, like, no. feelings just, of constipation perhaps or something. I'm not sure exactly. It's just, you, you're just in the you. moment, I was like... You give me diarrhea, Billy Williams. <laughs> you always. Like, oh. And this, this is how I express my love for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah just yeah. There's, there was a few lines there that I think the other. There's two other, three other lines that I wrote down. One of them was, "I pinch your bum, you slap my hand." Everyone knows where they yeah, stand. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinch your bum, but also I think it was like. The, the recognition that he does it because he knows she's going to slap his hand and because he knows that she's like she knows that it's messing around like if she didn't slap his hand or if she did so like in a different like in a like oh my god I can't believe you did that way he it wouldn't be right like so they have this sort of agreement almost so there's that line. but that's probably also because of the fact that she grew up in quite a oh patriarchy 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 <laughs> is definitely the reason why yeah but, yeah you know like <laughs> yeah you know, for survival within the patriarchy, they seem to have a have an agreement. And then sure. there's the there's a lot of her to love thing. The whole thing with the the brothers chubby chasing, mm. and the chubby chasing and the and the and like, but it was fascinating because it didn't quite seem like fat shaming. Like, no, it was like, confusing to me. But it was I was like, like, oh, there's this misses. Oh yeah, there's a lot of her to love, which just seemed to be like a yeah, and they love each other. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. Into it. Because I, because being a dude, I asked my wife. I'm like, is that cool? And my wife was like, yeah, I think it's all right. Yeah, because she doesn't. She seems to like. She doesn't seem dehumanized. No. She seems like a complete person. And she, and she character. has that, and she does have that moment where she's not dehumanized, but like completely and utterly fantasized by the biker, like oh, it's slow yeah, motion dance. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But yes, I'm trying to remember though. Some... Does does she have any lines? No. <laughs> yeah, she does have like one or two where uh, she talks to. Oh, I don't know, I remember, she, yeah, she yeah, 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 yeah. Says something to Teresa. Yep. And yeah, you're right. I don't know that she has many lines, but I guess like looking at her, she doesn't seem to be presented in a way that is like, oh, she's just a big derpy derp derp, or like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just there for sex. He loves like, her. He loves her. He loves her. Yeah, they she seem loves to him. be affectionate mm. and caring, and yeah, then yeah. like the guy that thinks she's just the bee's knees. <laughs> Bruce Hopkins. Yeah, I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? It was great because it was a good off. reveal because it was like, there's some hot lady at the bar and it's like, it's like, oh, not her. It's her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. And then the last, the last thing I wrote down that was an amazing line was just the, the scene where the daughter is hugging Teresa, I can't remember her character's name, and just sobbing and being like, what if the rest of my life is just second best? Second best, yeah. I was like, oh, is Billy's second best? Oh, that's, no. That's it was like, just like, oh, Everybody's sub one second best, I guess. Oh, just no one's second best at Cliff Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cliff Curtis is the best Cliff Curtis. But that that it's interesting you bring that up because then yeah. she, then Teresa Healy, the mother's character, yeah. goes, "You have to go follow your heart." Yeah, look, follow your heart. Trust you. But she also kind of gives her permission to like watching it and then seeing how it turned out. You know, and the fact that she says to the boyfriend, "I'll miss you," and has decided not to go. I know, but that was confusing to me because you know I feel like Teresa's like wanting to live through her daughter. I vicariously so, I think so as well but I think it's also giving her permission to I know we're supposed to be talking about comedy but I'm getting into the like well it's confusing because that because that because that moment happened and then the resolution was like her daughter thinks for herself and I was like what well I think it's that <laughs> as soon as she gave her permission to choose what to do and to not feel like her boyfriend leaving was just something that was happening to her 
like saying to her, if you want to, you can go with him. Yeah, Is and both me and my wife are like, she's 15, don't know, do like, that. She's 15, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, oh my God. But clearly she's a smart 15-year-old who yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. you know what, I'm, you know, I'm going to miss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be okay, I'll miss him. But yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's like the thing of, you know, you're about to do something scary and someone says, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And you right, go, right, right, right. oh, I could stop. You know what? I'm going to do it anyway. So like just having that permission to, yeah, to solve her problem any way that she sees fit and she solves it, you mm. know, well, doesn't solve it, but she moves on. She moves on. Yeah. So, you know, Teresa gives her the advice in a terrible state of like, you're right. I should have, should have stuck with the boy that knocked up someone else. And but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that was what, because that was confusing. I'm like, I'm mean, she's. I thought like she's giving her admission to go, and I'm like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be telling my 15 year old daughter to follow her heart. <laughs> I know who I was dating at 15, and shit. Uh, <laughs> like, 15 year olds are idiots. Tagaro Emil seems like a nice guy in this film. He did. The the boyfriend. The boyfriend did seem actually lovely. If handsy as hell. Um. He's also in um, in Spooked, Andrew. You remember in Spooked, the the Matrix Rejects right hand guy in the computer room. His tongue and row Emil. Anyway, <laughs> bringing it back, reincorporation. Yeah. Um, no, no, actually, I've tried to forget Spooked, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to seek it out. I'm going to seek it out and watch it now that I've enjoyed one Cliff Curtis film. Oh, just, just one. Just, just one. Just well, one, one. Just, you know, one, one that I've chosen to watch because of Cliff Curtis. You know, it's pretty great. Um, I've noted here that uh, so, I mean the, the entire film is uh, is based on relationships. Like it's all it's all relationship stuff. Mm. Everyone's everyone's relationship romantic or otherwise um mm. and then there's the woman that is the man eater that tries to that assaults him essentially yeah um what's her name norma no what don't remember but she's, she's married to the old guy who ends up fucking nailing the Sharon. Fight. <laughs> yeah. So, she, so Sharon's like husband what turns up only in one scene. Yeah. And she I'm like, people. and my wife called him a silver fox. I'm like, he is a cool dude. And he like totally like rolls up his sleeves and takes off his jacket and like gets into the fight. Yeah. And then she's all like, oh, you're so manly. Uh, yeah. I, that's what I thought. I was like, is she going to be like, Oh, that's what I like about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't have to go chasing Cliff Curtis. I've got my manly husband yeah. to go back to. They've got, like, a mini version of the main couple's story. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we only see him in that one scene, though. Yeah. But he totally kicks ass. And he's awesome. And then I was excited to learn after uh, afterwards, reading about that actor, it's Robert Bruce. Now, Robert Bruce is a Scottish actor that ended up in New Zealand. He was a wrestler, a professional wrestler that wrestled all over the world. Oh, spectacular. And wrestled in the Commonwealth and ended up wrestling in New Zealand where he decided to settle down. Was he on the map? I think he might have been on the map, but I'm not entirely sure. Do you mean like like Olympic actual wrestling or WWF? Both. Both. As far as I could tell, reading on his Wikipedia page, he was like the Commonwealth champion wrestler, but also like there are pictures of him, pictures of him in the ring with like his outfit and like acting it up. Watching him performing right. in that, I would, I would, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. definitely pick him as a pro wrestler. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, um, like he, he was, and and uh, but not only that, after retiring, he started up the Robert Bruce. Uh, actors agency yes. and uh, was the was the lead talent agent in Auckland for most actors. Tim Morrison was signed up to him. Robert Bruce is listed a number of times in the credits of this film, so I think he did more than just. And he's a stunty as well. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. So I kept seeing his name. Yeah, yeah. That, like, sorry, I saw him and I was like, they recognise that name. I think I used to know someone called Robert Bruce. Yeah, it wasn't he, him. He passed away a little while ago, but yeah, oh, that was that was exciting. I was like, little little tidbits like that are always yeah. exciting to me. He was awesome. <laughs> Uh, also, I want to note, uh, within the realms of Cliff Curtis's career, mm-hmm. this was made in the year 2000, and on according to IMDb and NZ on screen, he only made one movie in the year 2000, and that was this film. But in 1999, he made four films. Whoa. Uh, Virus, terrible movie, <laughs> uh, Three Kings, Bringing Out the Dead, and The Insider. All, I mean, Three Kings is a pretty big role, but there are others with relatively small films. came film. out before this. I did, yeah. Yeah. And then in 2001, the year after, he made Blow, Training Day, and The Majestic. So he came oh. back to New Zealand to make this little small film, which is great, because his career in Hollywood was blowing up. That's amazing. Yeah. And he, so, yeah, he comes back to play an actual New Zealand Maori person, yeah. and then goes back to Hollywood to play a generic brown person. Num- you know, like, well, he wasn't generic. He was no, Hispanic. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, not generic. Generic's not the right word. Uh, inter- interchangeable. 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 Uh, uh, blow, he, blow his Columbian. In Three Kings. Yeah, and, yeah. 
and then he was like in the majestic he's like arab misc arab so <laughs> good on him he's found a niche uh... i just appreciate the fact he came back to make the small yeah. new zealand film it's good that's really nice. good on you cliff come back come back in between your international career andy and make another <laughs> i assume your international careering i don't i don't know who me yeah yeah you're making it big like cliff curtis right <laughs> that's andrew uh, yeah 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 to- to- totally <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to come back and be an avatar that's the deal perfect yeah, yeah apparently as we, as, as we record this the news has been announced that Cliff Curtis is going to be a starring uh, I imagine in a supporting role I don't think he's the lead uh, in, in the next four avatar films because they're making four four of those <laughs> it seems like stop making sequels and just start like picking up cool new stories but also, also checking his IMDb just to see what he's up to uh, lately, aside from the Fear the Walking Dead. He is in Meg, the mm-hmm. Jason Statham starring giant monster shark film shot in New Zealand last year. So. Shot, shot, shot in New Zealand, yeah. Did you say giant monster shark film? Mm, Meg. Yeah. It's, been, uh, it's been trying to oh, get off the ground Meg. for a long As a Meg. megalodon. Oh, Meg. Meg like megalodon. Mm. A it's megalodon not just shark. Like Meg behind the scenes. Just like uh, Meg. Family Guy. Meg. <laughs> just like Megan. Amazing. Just like Meg. Yeah. That's quality. No, he's he's in um, Cliff's, Cliff's just going from strength to strength, and I, it's good. Like we, he's barely ever in any leading role, so yeah. I'm pretty excited about this. You it's know. really cool. I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead. I understand he's a lead in that, mm. so yeah, he might be good. In, he's always good in yeah. anything. But he does. Um, just on um, Cliff being awesome, just wanted to talk <laughs> about um, him in the in the pub watching the race that he had the bet on. Hmm. Just watching his face and the reaction work that he does, mm. as he's sort of seeing that the horse he bet on is in the lead, might win, mm. has won. Oh shit, it's won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got a lot That's of money. Right. Like all of that reaction work in his face, I thought was amazing. That was so good. It was oh, actually so one of my favourite bits of the film. Um, just to, like, because he would have been reacting to nothing in front yeah. of sort of be on him for so long. He was just pretending. He, he was, was just pretending. He was yeah. just pretending. All of that stuff. Like like, like Ian McKellen and Ga- as Gandalf. Oh, my. He was just pretending to be a wizard. <laughs> just he was you know, pretending he to win money. Because it wasn't like reacting to uh, another actor. Mm. I always find, um, yeah, actors that can do genuine reactions off of nothing. Mm. It's very difficult. Yeah. I, I, we always bring in a personal story of some kind. I once directed a music video that was a, quite a big green screen shot mm-hmm. sequence, and I had to have, I had an actress that needed to act against nothing, mm. and I was quite inexperienced, and I, I think I fucked it up pretty bad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I did it wrong. <laughs> she had a very hard time, and it was yeah. difficult for her, and I didn't yeah. give her the support she needed because it's really freaking hard yeah. to act against nothing. I can imagine. It's a difficult thing to do. All them actors in Star Wars movies acting against tennis balls. Difficult, difficult thing to do. So yeah, Cliff Curtis got it down. Put him in a Star Wars movie. Tell him he's won money. Got yeah. that shit down. Just speaking of money, I found it, like, I guess, just thinking about the, the amount of money that usually people, like, win and come across and mm. consider themselves, like, rich. Rich. Like, they had $7,000, and that's, like, the things they were talking about spending, and I was like, yeah, and that's, it. like, that's it. Like, the things, like, you'll get some new couches, you'll go on a trip, you'll paint the house, and then you'll probably be done. Like, that'll be all the money. Yeah, yeah, done. yeah. But they were just like, we're rich. Oh, my God. And I was well, they've like, never have had that so, kind of money ever. I know, but I was yeah. just like, that's so interesting that they've, they've framed it in that way. Because usually, like, you know, when, we, when you have a, a film where someone loses, well, not loses, where someone gets a windfall, it's 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 a stupid amount of money, you know? Like, <laughs> it's, it's not a, a very normal, like relatively important amount of money I very that's the first time I've seen a film where well, I've gone but it would be oh, okay. but it'd be weird if they were if he was at the local TAB and won like twenty thousand dollars no I know I think I'm talking about the response <laughs> that she has to it you know she she finds the money and is like it must be drug money we're rich <laughs> well I think I think her <laughs> well, thing think, is desperation I mean, in, yeah. Well, in, yeah, yeah being in the year 2000 in a small town in New Zealand yeah uh, with a broken down house two kids Kind of yeah, like I thought the same thing. Like seven thousand dollars—that's not 
a huge amount of money, but, but at the same time, a, for them, it's... enough it's, to make a difference. But I think yeah. it's specifically for her. I feel like she's in a hole of desperation. You know how she's yeah, really... She wants to get out of that life she's in, and she's like, $7,000 is my... Like, it'll be, a, it'll be a small moment, but I'll live in it, and it'll yeah, be the best I'll, thing ever. I will drown in this money. <laughs> yeah. Also, can I just say very quickly... Um, yes. Cliff not telling her about Dick the move. win, about the money, was fucking infuriating. Dick yeah, move. Dick it, move. It was a dick it's move. Another, it made no yeah. sense. Why and I was confused because he was going say, to hey, we look, we got some money so we can do stuff on the house and maybe I'll put a little bit aside for the Jubilee and for the town. Isn't that great? Also, I didn't understand why she was so upset with him organizing the Jubilee. Ah! Okay, okay. I got that. I, 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 I understood it, that she was annoyed at him for taking on more responsibilities because he wasn't even handling his current responsibilities. Like, he was supposed to be fixing the wallpaper and doing all these things for the house and for the family so that they together would have a better time. Mm. And then he goes off and takes on another job that mm. he's not going to succeed in. So she's going, the fuck, dude? You're not going <laughs> to, like... Ugh. I don't think this- that change was was really sort of dramatized though it goes from yeah one scene in their bedroom yeah where they're very very happy yeah and then she's immediately pissed <laughs> when he comes back she's immediately like fuck you dude i want to be out of my life yeah I just, but the thing was... of, the thing about it is i didn't I, I agree with you at first but as the film progressed i was going oh he takes on things and doesn't do them well. Yeah. I don't think it was established very well, but as the no. film goes on, it gets there. They kind of showed it, it yeah, to yeah, you yeah. throughout it rather than setting it up at the beginning. So it is I a think problem. It, needed it is a problem at the start. It needed yeah. a little bit more set up because it yeah. just seemed too much of a character shift for Teresa Hadley's character, mm. like with no explanation sort of given until yeah. much later in the film. And on the on the money thing, where you're saying like it, he was, it was completely idiotic that he didn't tell her about it. I completely agree in like a general sense, but if, I think if I think of it in the way of uh, this is a story about a man who doesn't ask for help and also doesn't doesn't think about how what he's doing affects other people. You know, like he doesn't ask for help because he doesn't think that what he's doing is about them. Mm. He doesn't share the money because he doesn't think that it's about more than just him being like wow i've got this money what do i do so it's like it's another side of that yeah that sort of what do you call it? like, yeah, uh, like he's got blinders way, on but... and yeah but i mean like yeah just that but it like, was confusing because wasn't he going to there was a there was something that happened he was like oh shit she wants to spend the money on something else so i won't tell her yeah oh, i know she wants to spend the money on the house how awful. yeah he almost, he almost tells her and then, yeah, yeah, then yeah. he hides because he panics and you're just like oh for fuck it's because he goes home her. and she's like we need to do this and that and he gets i think there's like a montage like, oh no yeah. and hides it and i was like well what was he going to do before that point i don't even know <laughs> so god know. damn it they had freaking bank accounts back in 2000 put it i in know bank. put it in the bank accounts I was really pleased that she no. found the money before she did the amazing arson. Okay, yeah, that's the other story. Sensible. We haven't talked about the amazing I hate your mother so much I'm going to burn down the house that she wants to move into. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Come here and be to be fair, to she did seem horrible. <laughs> she seemed like a terrible... <laughs> I would burn the house down too. Yeah, <laughs> but she's amazing. I did, but, I then did they, but then, but then yeah. um, daughter-in-law and mother-in-law come together over violence. Yes. To beat, beat up men who are totally, the party. Totally. Oh. With bottles of oh, wine that and was a great, handbags. The fact that so, like, yes. it, was just, it was so funny watching her just steal entire bottles of wine into her handbag. And then the fact that she we got the, the payoff of that smashing on those dude, mm. dude's head. I was just like, great. Mm. Great. Comedy <laughs> comedy tick. Like you you gave me you gave me joy when you set up the joke and then you then you delivered even more like a yeah, yeah, punchline yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. Like I was disappointed that the bikey gangs that were circus folk at the same time. Uh... Were they actually circus folk, or are you just saying it because they put the feet up? No, no, because he said it. Remember, like when they when they were like, that's why he's like he loved like he's the chubby taster. Oh, I love the the fat bearded woman and the Australian. Back oh, when I was in Melbourne or something. Right. And so that's why so that's where Cliff's up. that's where Cliff Billy Williams like clicked like oh they were in a circus they'll know how to put up a tent. Oh, <laughs> But I was a little disappointed that they ended up just being, like, bad. I was like, aw. I kind of found it hilarious that it was this world where, um, like, I don't know that it was intentional. Probably, maybe it was. I don't know who made the film specifically. Who was the director? You said Michael, Michael Hurst. Michael Hurst. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we had this world where 
Uh, brown people were the good, normal, relatable family human people, and the white people were the outsiders. It's true. Yeah. So you've yeah. got Teresa Healy, who is you know married into this family, but. Uh, you know, a bit of an outsider, like the family's kind of a bit mm-hmm. like, lol, this food's a bit stick, you know, like mm-hmm. making fun of her and stuff. And then also the other sort of like main white people you have are the bikey gang who are criminals. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Although to be fair, in that final fight, there were some Māori people in the gang, which is another oh, thing that true. movies like, movies main... do that weirdly thing where like they're mixed race gangs. I'm like, that doesn't happen in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, gangs are, I don't, I don't know how gangs work. I have to go watch another James O'Keefe show. But, um, yeah, but it was just it was just interesting that the main characters, like, yeah. that was the dynamic. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. Like, That's interesting. That's a good... And I get the feeling, like, Waimatua, we don't really see much of the town. I mean, there's, yeah. I think it's a lot of white folk, but that, the elder Māori guy made me think, oh, yeah, I think there's probably a large Māori contingent mm-hmm. that are important in this town, perhaps. Which apparently isn't just outside of Invercargill. Uh, is it a real place? Why, there's Waimatua in Invercargill, like, like hmm. just outside of Invercargill. I looked it up, and then we were like, there isn't actually, a, like, is there a big, like, there, there, there are many more Māori communities in, in the North Island than there are right down in the South. Well, K- Coomera yeah. is, is huh. more Northland, so I, that's right. confusing. So maybe but... this was a pretend Yeah, it might have been. Pretend Waimatua. Yeah. Which also seem very idea. sunny. Every time I see pictures of Invercargill, it's just raining. Yeah, it sounds so far away. <laughs> so I don't... have moved, they don't have to go there anymore. Um, <laughs> they still Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I've never actually been there, so it is a, it is a wet place. In Chicago? Yeah. I've only been at Christmas times. Okay. And it was all right. It was it's fine. Always, yeah. It's all right. It's very quiet town. Really big, wide streets. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I had a note here that was like the um, Agnes who get killed by the cow. I was like, ah, oh, bull. Um... That scene only exists because it shows, it gives us that scene where Billy puts her to sleep and tells a story and shows us the good-natured, sort of smart side of Billy. Oh, that he's good at people. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, actually, I must have completely missed this watching the film because I'm like, oh no, she was the person that was organizing the Jubilee. So that's the reason why she was killed and then oh, Billy takes over. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's because I was like, oh, that's a weird. It's just weird. It only exists for that reason. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, You're an it, idiot regime that it's didn't the watch the film. Incident, it I is believe. the inciting yeah. incident. Indeed, yeah. But it does, but it does that, that. That scene's really nice where he goes with his brother, Horiapahini. Oh, there's a lovely scene. Yeah. I loved that story when he was like, oh, she just needed to return the video or. And maybe there's something that you just need to do and then you'll feel better. Yeah, but like, the fact that she goes and murders a bull. Yeah, not only, not only murders the bull, but then like like is in a tree <laughs> screaming about it, which is the best. Like what a babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Oh, Elizabeth God. Hawthorne. There, so, is there any? Are there, what is? Have we? I feel like that's all of the the plot points we've we've covered over. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I there's, was, I, there's one thing I wanted to just um with the the actual jubilee, which oh, I didn't yes. realise was a school jubilee until the very end. Yeah, um, I wasn't clear on who the jubilee was for. Was it for the I queen? I think jubilees are always town? school jubilees, aren't they? No, the queens had jubilees. Really? Yeah, it's just like an anniversary, but a special. But would a small town do a queen's jubilee? No, no, no. But I mean, oh. like, why not? Uh, just the word jubilee, like. Oh, okay. Like there was like a party. Yeah, it's just it's just the anniversary, the okay. fancy anniversary. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyway, but yes, when um, Cliff was shoved up on stage. Hmm. Um, and the haka awesome got. suit oh, so good yes. that was so so good, so good. i think yes. that was a so good. really actually that was a really good payoff um, yeah i have i have great kappa haka exclamation mark in my notes yeah yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a great good. payoff for, for his character and for the town and everything and then mm. possibly even better uh we get our very first cliff curtis musical number Tr- that's <laughs> true and he's good at singing i was like really what? good I just I was I was so into him singing and I was so into the band singing in Tadeo and the Kapahaka just being part of it and the band's and, name was Hitlist yeah which is like, great nice. um but I was a little confused as to why he started singing I wasn't too sure why that but it was cool it was fine I like that he basically it was red like, and then <laughs> yeah, his wife comes in and there's a massive spotlight I don't know where on her comes, comes on her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sings to her, if I had more time, if I only had more time. And I was like, this is a weird If I only had song. time. Like, 
I don't know. Because I, I was I looked at it. It's a John Rose. John Rose song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then I looked at the lyrics and I was just like, this song is basically like, I love you, but I just don't have enough time for each. So everything. much to do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Actually, I was like, thinking about the lyrics. I was like, this is, I don't, I, what, what is the message you're trying to send? I don't quite. I don't have enough time to love you. I wish I did have I more time to love you. I think the message to... is that Cliff is really good at singing and he should do it more. Yes. He should. Correct, Cliff. I hope he sings in Avatar and in Meg. Both. That's what I'm hoping, and they maybe Fear the, Fear the Walking Dead. In Fear the Walking Dead, his his character is Maori, and he could be a stereotype. He could like pick up a guitar and start drinking it's beer, a, and <laughs> just start playing ten guitars, and all the American audiences would be really confused, and it would be <laughs> the like, best. Yes. <laughs> I would watch that episode. <laughs> you totally yeah. watch that episode. I haven't watched any of them. I would watch that one. So yeah. if it happens, please tell me. I like the fact that it was it was the year two thousand, and yet at that at that jubilee, everyone seemed to look like they were from the seventies. I was a little confused. Like everything was like popped collars. Were they emulating their past? Was that the deal? I wasn't too sure. Blue velvet suit. Loved his blue velvet suit. The it best. It seemed like it was his suit though, where she was like, "You've ruined your suit." Like his one suit. Yeah, like his yeah, one yeah. suit. Yeah. See, my had it since high school. We haven't mentioned Kevin Smith. We, we should start wrapping oh, up soon. But yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah, we should start wrapping up soon. But uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is in this film. Uh, international listeners may not know. Not Kevin Smith, the American filmmaker of More Rats, but Kevin Smith, statuesque Maori New Zealand actor. Fun fact, on iTunes, uh, the wrong Kevin Smith is tagged <sighs> as being in the show. Oh. Uh, Kevin Smith, he passed away how long ago now? 2002. Wow. Yeah, wow. Maybe two years after this. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Gosh. Not that long after this, actually, um, and he was—he was much like Cliff. Uh, he was uh, destined to go to Hollywood. He was going to be in the Tears of the Sun action film directed by Anton Fuqua, starring Bruce Willis. Oh. Uh, but he died before he got to do that because he died in China in a, uh, a freak accident on a film set. That's so bad. Uh, but he was amazing. He made a few things. He was in Xena, Buckets yeah, I think of Charm. International listeners would know him most as uh, Ares from Ares Xena. on Xena. Yes, yes. It was great. Square jaws, big, big, beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. And so he plays the hot rugby player guy that got away. Sorry, that knocked up some other girl, and then had to leave and marry her. And you just go, Teresa, stop pining over this twat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's all like, I hate my life. Come be with me. I'm like, oh, nothing about you is appealing. You were an all black. Yeah, you are basically royalty in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's royal. All black captain. All black captain, yeah. I think, as well. Oh, is he the captain? So, I think oh, so, yeah. yeah. Max Seddon, yeah. Just amazing. Well, yeah, so he, he's weird, great. Because he, like, Cliff got him to agree to come to the town, to the Jubilee, to launch his book. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And that was the only mention of the book. There was yeah. no, like, I was expecting there to be some press because an all black captain had written didn't need, didn't need to be there. Not no. at all. He, they just managed to get him there, and then he just came. Okay, Okay, wait, I just remembered my favourite thing that happened in the whole thing, and it's to do with uh, that big cutout with the waving, <laughs> uh, the waving arm. And then there's that scene where just one of the bikies is behind it waving the other arm. Yeah, just, waving the other arm. Just, or is it his own arm? It, okay, so like, it, yeah. I think it's like the, the camera cuts to hmm. uh, the, the main bikie who is being a bit weird. Hmm. and um, He walks out of shot and behind him is revealed. And behind her was revealed the cutout of Kevin Smith with his arm waving and another bikey behind it moving the other arm just pretending to be the guy. It's just... It's so, and he's looking directly at the camera. He's, like he's, he's like, just looking at the camera. Doing his like staring at like a weird... Oh, if you can it's go the best part of the film. Yeah, go back and find it. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. How do we? How, okay. how do we wrap this up? We're going to wrap it up because we, the... we, we talked about the film. I have a strong suspicion that everyone in this room enjoyed it. But I did. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it. it too, Andy. When you start us off with what we do is we rate the film. Oh, great. How many cliffs out of cliff, and then we rate Cliff's performance right. out of cliffs. So go, go, Andy. Um, I'm going to give the film two cliffs out of cliff. Oh, I didn't what, enjoy how, it. How many cliffs out of cliff? Five. Okay, great. Right. Cool. Great. Oh, you didn't enjoy it. All right. I did not enjoy the film uh, oh. at all. <laughs> at all? But it's still got uh, two clips. Andrew's dead inside. It's a shame. I'm dead inside. Uh, there were moments uh, <laughs> that I think worked really well, and we were, but that's why it gets two clips for those moments. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the film was too infuriating uh, for me. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Uh, and, 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 and I was and just thinking, himself. like, these, these characters, you know, he says he's 35, so they're about our age, and they're still hung up on high school. And I get that it's a small town. But I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, I've left high school behind a long time ago. I left, yeah, like, like it's been but a some, while. But some of them, some of them aren't. I mean, yeah. whatever's... What about, what about Cliff's uh, performance, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, Cliff's performance, it's important. Uh, Cliff's performance, I'm going to give uh, four Cliff's. At a cliff. At a cliff. Oh, four cliffs. That's impressive. I'll dock yeah. on a cliff for the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Cliff uh, five cliffs because of the mullet. The mullet's what's putting me up. Oh, it's actually, no. I'll, go, I'll give him another half cliff for the bum. Four yeah, I was going to say okay. it was the mullet the mullet and the bum and the tidy whities Like, that's that's like <laughs> that's, dedication. That's Cliff's entire performance right there. It's dedication. Dedication yeah. to His mullet and his bum. That's all he does. Yeah. So yeah. good. Um, uh, and I'm going to give the film uh, a solid three and a half. I had a good time with it. It was above average for me. I got some good laughs out of it, chuckles. Um, I like the, the, it's the beginning of Michael Hurst's career, and he's, he's gone strength to strength. Great. And what about you, Jen? Uh, I'm going uh, to give the film, I'm going to go with four cliffs out of five. Out oh, of cliffs, wow. sorry. Five, four cliffs out of cliff. And that is probably more because I had incredibly low expectations. <laughs> Like, it's not that I thought it was going to be terrible. I just was sort of like, this is a New Zealand film I've never heard of. The, the photo looks a little bit naff. Let's see what this will be like. And I was really pleasantly surprised, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and as for his performance, uh, I'm feeling generous. Uh, like, I, I, points have been added and, and deducted for various bum displays, uh, peeing, peeing on an electric fence, um, what a weird shot to end the film on. Yeah. Weird. I wanted oh, to note that, that too, yeah. That moment yeah. where he's standing at his door and I couldn't tell if he had no pants on or if he just had his underpants on. Oh, because yeah. They, oh, yeah. They kept sort of looking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like they like, didn't want to look at his crotch and I couldn't tell like what was going on. Um, yeah, I thought we were going to get another bum shot like to yeah. reveal that he didn't have like, pants on. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Can you guys see pain? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go four and a half, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four and a half cliffs out of cliff. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time, yeah. and I thought he was really solid. I, I just really believe he was Billy Williams. Yeah, he was. Me too. Yeah, he was. He was. I think it carried, the film was carried a lot by just Cliff's charm. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of just that very sweet, easygoing kind Which of guy is trying great, to do his best. You know, yeah, he's been a terrorist and he's been like a molesting <laughs> uncles. So he's a great actor. Um, I also want to make note of the fact that. Uh, we talked about the peeing and stuff. So in the opening scene, he's no no undies. Yeah. Raises his shirt up because he's doing the thing with the wallpaper. Yeah, and then you see his butt, right? Yeah. And then his kids all like throw me the rugby ball, opens the window up, hands in the air, like gesturing and like throwing the ball. His kid is looking at his dad's peen. That's yeah. what's happening in there. Wait, no, music. he's out the window. Isn't he? Yeah, his kid's outside. His kid's outside, but he's but Cliff's raising his arms up and stuff. He's at the window though. <laughs> it's only his top half that's out the window. There's a risk. But you know what? In small towns and like close families, doesn't matter. I don't know. Look, I'm, I've seen my parents. Well, I mean, yeah. A lot when I was Speaking up, of that, so. like you know, Teresa Healy starts going down on him, and then his brother rocks up at the window. Hey, bro, how's it going? Whoa! Going, yeah, they're like la 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 la. <laughs> Yes, that's a rising uh, sex moment. And on that, on on that note, <laughs> this has been a great episode. Thank okay. you for being with us. Do you, you. Um, these don't go up in a timely manner, unfortunately. But like, where yeah. can people find you on the uh, internet? So variously, um, I tweet uh, Jen, Jen thinks harder. Um, I have a website which is jenniferosullivan.com. It's a little bit quiet there at the moment because I'm in the middle of studying and not doing many projects. But probably the coolest place to see me in the next little while is going to be. The next little while and this this year at all is the new zealand improv festival which i'm the director for uh so really? if you're interested in improv and watching me just say stupid stuff um on a stage in a controlled manner um new zealand improv festival nz improvfestival.co.nz find us on facebook check out the festival it's gonna be really really great awesome yeah thanks yeah. for having me it was a really yeah. good time it was good. Thanks, Jim. Awesome. First comedy, you're a comedy expert. Thank yes. you for being part of it. Yes, and you've had James the on before, and you've just called me the first comedy Well, we expert. used him as our religious expert. Oh, sweet. I'm yeah. still going to rub it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Andrew, where can they find you? On um, various places, I think, the Twitter, the Instagram, LinkedIn, not one thing. Oh, the other one, the movie one, Letterboxd. Link- LinkedIn. I'm not on LinkedIn. <laughs> 
you want to offer Andrew a job, find him on LinkedIn. <laughs> what are the other ones? MySpace. Um, yeah. Yeah. So which? So what, where uh, are you at those things? Oh, at the, uh, yeah, at uh, Andy James underscore Inc with a K. For all those Ooh. things. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Regifilm, R-A-J-E-E-V-F-I-L-M. I'm also there on the Letterboxd. Uh, and you can find our podcast. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't think any of our listeners care about that. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn too. Please yeah, don't yeah. find me. Please don't find me. <laughs> oh, you guys uh, are actually on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're, 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 put my CV. we're adults in the world. Um, yeah. uh, okay. You can find us on the podcast on at ntzof we also have a website that's ntzfilm.wordpress.com uh and big shout outs to jeremy veal our audio guy because he's amazing and we should give and him he's going to make this sound so much amazing better. uh what? also if you if you are listening please comment and like and share and all that stuff i, I know we have listeners soundcloud tells me we have listeners from places like uzbekistan so if you're listening from one of those obscure places please tweet at us or just send us an email or something. Yeah, be good. Say Great hi. review, iTunes. Uh, we'll be back soon. We're coming close to the end of the season. Uh, we'll have yeah, a couple more fun guests, and uh, we'll see you all guys soon. Ciao. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.